husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. Hey, what's up, everyone? You've downloaded our podcast. We're not going to have a new podcast for about five days. Just letting you know oh, that correct, this is yeah. going to be our last one for a little while because we are looking after kids on school holidays. Yep. We're spoiled, as the HR said to me. She actually said that? Yeah, she did. She mm. said, no, she said to me, you guys get uh, a little bit more holidays mm-hmm. because of the ungodly hours. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. God works 24-7. God, that's what that, I thought. Yeah. 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 Mm. He's always, it was always at work. He's the 7-Eleven of heaven. <laughs> no, he rests on Sunday. He does rest on yeah. Sunday. He's not the 7-Eleven of heaven. No. It is the day of rest. My, but... uh, my uh, accountant, lovely man. Actually, he had doesn't a... make any sense. Sorry, because it's the day of rest, isn't it? But everyone goes to church. That's yeah, the time more that's, people are talking your, to That's him. your rest. That's when you're supposed yeah. to pray. The idea is for the people who are, who are mortals, not God. No, so... it was his day too. After yeah, yeah, he created right. the world, but he rested on the seventh day. Yeah, but if you let me explain it to you. <laughs> I'm telling at you. Take, take a sec. Take a sec. <laughs> so the idea is those who follow God. Yeah take a step away from their normal life and their work and they rest on the seventh day and give over that day to God. It's about being with God on the seventh day. Well, the Sunday is the a rest, even though you go to church, you're not working. You know what I'm saying? It's busiest for God. Oh, yeah. He's got Answer everyone the there press. telling him all his problems. Yeah. He's busy as hell on Sunday. But he's supposed yeah. to rest on Sunday too. My point That's was, what was saying. a religious day? My accountant um, wrote back to an email saying he's not on emails because it's a religious holiday. Today? No, yesterday. What, mm. what religion is he? That's what I wanted to know. Sean Shabbos, maybe? I went out with a uh, Seventh-day Adventist, and they can't do anything um, fr- sun up Friday to sundown. Saturday. I'm not sure. They're all... But they, they always like workarounds, because sure. we'd be at the bar, and I was like, I didn't think you could do anything. And she's like, I, um, I'm with um, my friend Sam from church. Church thing. Church thing. I don't know. There's lots of different rules for lots of different um, religions. Religions, yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. Here's the podcast, peeps. Maybe if you know the answer to any of the things that we put forward, feel free to message us. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's been a big week, so it's time to look back. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. We spoke to our mate Dave Hughes this week to chat. The Masked Singer. This is The Masked Singer. Who are you? Thanks for having me, legend. We are super pumped up tonight. I reckon Abby might be on to the biggest twist in the show this year. Do you know which one I would love? Like, that would just blow everyone's mind is if we had Lindsay Lohan. I have this theory that if you cut all her hair off, she'd look like a British man. Oh, that'd be good. Like, she was originally on there, you know, as one of the the guests. She was actually on the show singing. I think that'd be amazing. But I learned, well... There's no getting secrets out of Husey. So, look, it's a big show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's but all you, happening. Yeah. I was originally employed on the show to sit next to Lindsay and to explain to her very quickly who the person whose head had just come off was. So, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes it was hard for me. I'm like, I don't know who that is even. You may not know this, but he is a dad of three children. And I learned that no matter how rich and famous Husey might get... He'll always be a bit lame to his kids. Shane. 
as my children say every time they see me on TV, we're so embarrassed by you, Dad. And I'm like, well, you know, you, you, that embarrassment is paid for your iPad. Right? So, <laughs> my 12-year-old son, Raph, has a girlfriend now and I want to meet her and he won't let me meet her. Like, you know, oh, you're embarrassing. Mate, I'm bloody, you know, I'm Husey for God's sake. <laughs> He's like, I know. <laughs> he, he will not let you meet his girlfriend. Has your wife met the girlfriend? No, none of us have. So we're on FaceTime the other night and I, I said, Raph, just let me talk to her. And he, he said, no. And then I just, yeah, I honestly yelled out, Raph, time for your bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. Let's be honest, Abby is our resident hot mess. She was out on the town Sunday night. Big night for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Last night at the convention centre, they had their award um, ceremony. And I have to say, congratulations to Zorko. I learnt she was in fine form. She could hardly see. Could hardly see. Was it a mask or a cheese? She could hardly see. Could hardly see. How the hell does this always happen to Abby? I was wearing a really tight dress, I right? saw the photo on Instagram. You looked amazing. I didn't feel happy with the lines of no. the dress. So I went to the bathroom and decided to like, take off. Ditch. It was a black one. Now, black cheese tree. I had my black silk mask in my bag and it was dark. Mm. So I got it out mm. and I forgot that I had it in there. So I don't have it. to be M. Night Shyamalan to work out where this is going. <laughs> it's, it, it looks so similar. It is exactly <laughs> the same. You've got the fabric and you've got the strings for it. The worst thing about that is, though, I've seen your underwear. It ain't going to protect you against coronavirus. Wait, 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 hang on. What did you just say, Steph? I've seen your underwear. I've I've seen your underwear. (laughs) Now, there is something we need to unpack at a later date. We'll get to that. And I could not work out, why is this not going on over my ears? And I put it on, I thought, oh, God, all right. And I stood up and walked, and then I was Oh, you actually wore it? I actually wore it. Oh, wow. Why I don't go out very yep. often. You go out uh-huh. always. Night. That's yeah. why people invite you to things. <laughs> oh, never stop being you, Ad. The big news about the Broncos' Mad Monday celebrations broke this week. NRL star is left covered in blood. Tom Flegler and Jordan Rickey were playfully wrestling before things took a turn for the worse. Bye! And I learned that it was a play fight gone wrong. Clubs put out a statement from the two guys and they've said this. We were out last Wednesday night and got in a wrestle that went a little wrong and Jordan ended up with a cut on his face. <laughs> we went our separate ways that night. I gave him a call the next day to sort it out. It was silly and I apologise. We've agreed to keep our wrestling sessions to in-season from now on. <laughs> As a mum of three boys, Abby knows all too well about this. I just know that my boys, my sons, wrestle non-stop. Mm. And when that's happening, I run in and I go, can you guys call it? And my husband runs in and joins in. Stacks on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I was just like, do you have to? But he still wrestles when he's with his mates. It's like, oh, yeah, run, jump. It's like, what? Just say hi. No. That's how we say hi. And I learned play fighting isn't just for the boys. The girls get involved too. Me and my 
best friend at the Queens of play fighting. Mm-hmm. It usually starts like we just look at each other and then like one will like, usually it'll be like a box slap if, if we're in public and then like that's the end of it. Like we're gone. <laughs> Where's, where is the most crazy place you've ever done it then? Um, Like the beach one time. We got in a full on wrestle and someone had to break us up. It was great. <laughs> I tell you what, if I was sitting on the beach and I saw two girls wrestling, I would be like, where am I? <laughs> exactly. But it's not the normal wrestle. Like, we step back and then we're like, Ronda Rousey and run at each other. It's bad. <laughs> That's what I've learned this week and you can catch up on everything again with the podcast. Download the listener app and catch up now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tonight, we find out which suburbs are on this new list. Yes, it's another list uh, that's on a list that I have in front of me. Uh, back to you, Stab Abby and Matt. <laughs> mm, we do love a list, especially when they tell you where you are and you're like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> so have a look around, maybe if you're driving to work and just think, how sexy is your neighbourhood? Your suburb, when you think about it, maybe the people that work at the coffee shop, mm-hmm. the local supermarket, your next-door neighbours, what are they getting up to? John and Leone uh, next door are very friendly. Yeah. They're in their 80s. They've lived there for 50 years. Mm. So we'd be sexy and obviously better. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Love Honey have done a, a sex map of Australia um, and they've rate how sexy your suburb is in comparison to others. So this is just for Queensland. I can do just those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's out of like, yeah, well, 1,933. Queensland is the sexiest state. Well, it's because it's so hot. You never wear clothes. Uh, mm, I, I would guess. say. It's also who's getting the most deliveries. You oh. know what I mean? Oh, so like who's to- toys into it? and yeah, bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. And they've compiled the different toys, and I can't read any of them out on air. <laughs> so I'm just going to give you a rating out of all the suburbs here. Okie dokie. So, what we're going to ask for is you, we're going to ask you where you think your suburb sits, mm-hmm. and then we're going to tell you the truth. Yep. Mm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Tamara, what suburb are you from, Tamara? Crestmead. All right. Okay. How sexy do you find Crestmead out there? 45%. percent <laughs> 45 sexy. You've got to give me a number out of... C minus. Yeah, around about 2,000, but all right. Uh, so what number do you think you rank out, out of, of the... Out of 2,000. Uh, let's go 45. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, you think you're right wow. up there. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Tickets tomorrow. Not even close. <laughs> 764. Out of 2,000. Oh, uh, 2000. It's not too bad. Apparently a lot of role-playing. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think cool. more nurses. Yeah. Tough. Oh. Okay, so this website, what is the name of the website? You're it's lovehoney. Lovehoney.com.au. Mm-hmm. They also, when you punch it in, um, they give you a list of like things about the suburb, mm. and apparently the most popular fantasy there to dress up is maids and butler costumes tomorrow. Wow, okay, mm. that's something very... Nothing that I would do. Uh, Sure, sure. No surprise this bloke's called up. (laughs) Gary. Oh, Gary. Now, we know you're in Kelvin Grove and it's a saucy little area over there. How how do you reckon your suburb rates, Gaz? Well, I know I'm bringing the average down for sure, but I'd say... uh... I reckon we're going to rate in about the top ten. Oh. Yeah, well, you would think, wouldn't you? Like all All the the uni uni students. students. Yeah, Yeah, well, guess what, Gary? All the uni students... Are just studying because it is not good. There are 170, uh, 1,796 
Mm-hmm. Out of two thousand, so mm. that's that's not that's, that's not good. That's pathetic. I'm going to go and order something today. <laughs> <laughs> Bring up the average. Just help in the area. Yeah, exactly. but the most um, common, uh, like popular thing is firefighters. So I don't know if you want to get a firefighter outfit for your wife. Yeah, exactly right. Put me on your shoulder, please. All right, 13, 10, 60. Uh, tell us uh, what your suburb is. We'll see how you sit on this sexy ranking website. Hey, Rachel. Hey. hey. Oh, Rachel from the Valley, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you or have you ever worn a nurse's outfit? Hell yeah. Okay, well, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, well, the Valley, how's this? Drum roll even, Maddie? Uh, okay, hang on, yeah. Is number five. I knew it. (laughs) Get out, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. It's a fight. Not too far away, but yeah, number five of the sexiest suburbs in Queensland. So there you go. That's Mm -hmm. not bad. And they're up there for everything, really. But yeah, the most popular is a nurse uniform. Right. Right. Are you a nurse, Rachel? No, I'm not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Checking. Right. (laughs) I've worn a nurse's outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's your ride up there. What, what's your suburb, Abs? What's Karina Heights? How, uh, how sexy are you and what are your peeps into? Well, I've got a lot of costumes because, you know, I like a dress up yeah. and they're not always sexy. Mm. Of course, no one's going to get turned on by a bloody... We're 561. Woody. Mm. Well, maybe they would. Well, maybe Buzz they would. Yeah. Mm. They both sound like they would. Yeah. So there you go. We're not too that's bad. Mm. What are you into? What are they saying you're into there in A Korean nurse's Heights? outfit as well. It didn't really change. Yeah. So there you go. A lot into role play and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. The, the girls are saying out in the phone room, they're on the website too, apparently Oxley's into bondage. Mm-hmm. Ah, there you go. Interesting. That's why <laughs> you couldn't come over the other day because you said you were tied up. <laughs> I just love it. That's what his neighbours are into. He's like, what? Have you been invited to one? Leone and John, they do ask me over occasionally. Mm-hmm. So I might <laughs> pop over and be like, hey, oldies, what are we? They are retired. Look what I brought. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yes, they had uh, my daughter's celebration of learning, uh, which they do at the end of every term. You go up to the school and you go through all the work that they've done um, and um, all their reading and writing, and uh, they have little games that you can play. It was a lot of fun. What happens if your kid has completely failed that year? Do you still no one celebrate? Ever, no one ever fails because they still make a way of going, hey, this is what he did, and it doesn't look like theirs. Yeah, <laughs> I always think. Oh, you, you, here we go. You wrote nothing. a story. It just says, A. yeah, we're really proud of it. <laughs> Everyone's on their own journey. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so she was showing me all the all the stuff that she had been writing. She wrote a great story about the Hulk, bless my cotton socks. It was like, oh, good for you. Uh, didn't get his backstory right, but that's okay. She's learning. Uh, and um, <laughs> We didn't like, celebrate that one. <laughs> no. And she also wrote a new... Uh, News report. Uh, it was one of the things I had to do at school, write a, write a news report and see if you can get a story from the world and blah, blah, blah. And move over, Amy Drew. Amy Drew's uh, a bit nervous because I did, I did show her this and she's like, oh, gosh, here comes the next generation. Because I said, it was so good. I said, well, why don't we go home and you can um, record it? Uh, and Kat actually had a, um, a, a Skype call gig last night, a Zoom stand-up gig. So she had the halo light set up. Oh, yeah. So we're all prepped. We had a, a whole whole studio vibe going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Rory sat down and did her first news. Now, there's a lot of um, lot of differing of opinions out there about COVID. Did she do a newsreader <coughs> voice? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope she's... Because off the air, she's like, oh, no, God, I'm going to do this. All right. She was like, she's that, oh, bull ant bit me. Oh, bull ant oh, bit me. Oh, oh so painful. 
But if an eight-year-old can get the basics of COVID-19 down pat, I think we all can. So here's Rory reading the news. Why, hello, lovely people of Brisbane. I'm Rory Davidson, your local news report. You must understand that COVID-19 is spreading at an alarming rate. The new Delta mutation is making it extremely harder. Wear masks outside when not exercising repeatedly or in a place containing over 50 people, such as attending someone's birthday where you'll be up close with some other friend. Self-isolation is highly recommended. So stay home, go shopping. If needed, not wanted, stay indoors. Do not protest, sanitize, sign in, follow restrictions. And be very safe. Do not touch eyes and ears and mouth and (laughs) nose. Dog owners, when you walk, you do not need a mask. But when you come in contact with any human being, put your mask on. If you feel these restrictions, Oh harsh, you are incorrect. It's easy. As you can clearly see, we do not want the virus spreading around the community. Doing COVID time and simple. Simply turn on your camera, focus it on the code and wait for it to load. Well that is enough good news today. <laughs> She's working on an expose of China, and I think it's going to blow the roof off the place. <laughs> and she'll even dance and sing throughout. Yeah. I was going to say, I felt like I was in an Anastasia Palaszczuk She's very good. I do feel like you guys yeah. didn't support in the background. I heard coughing and moving of chairs, but she did a great job. <laughs> she didn't say quiet on set. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Our good friend, Jay Lagaya. Jay Langaaya. Welcome, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, Lost for Words. Uh, new show is got premiering 8.30 Wednesday uh, on SBS and SBS On Demand. Jay, good morning. Good morning. How is everybody? We're good. We're really good. Tell us tell us about um, the, the three-part documentary. Well, a lot of my friends think that I just jumped on it because I actually can't speak English. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's uh, for me, it was a bit of an eye-opener, really, because uh, it is... Uh, it is one of those uh, when they, when the uh, the literacy experts told me about the statistics. Forty three percent of Australian adults have problems with literacy, uh, and you know, and I said, look, I don't know, I don't know about percentages. You know, how much is that in Big Macs? And they just went, <laughs> well, we're looking at over seven million. Wow. You know, uh, Australian adults, and I said, does that include sixteen and under? They went, no. Right. And so the number even shrunk, and my. You know, so I think for me, it's it's a bit it was a bit of an eye opener, and and to have our wonderful uh, students who volunteered to come on, and when I call them students, they're aged between nineteen and sixty, mm. come on board. Uh, you know, I learned more I think uh, in, in in doing that than probably the sixteen years I worked on play school. So uh, you so know, it was a win win for me. There's people in like their forties and fifties who've have only just put their hand up saying, "Oh, I can't really read and write. I've got all this way through life, and I'm just learning now." You know, you'd be really surprised at your inner circle. Um, mm. The the amount of people that you know sort of sit there and go, "No, I'm dyslexic," or you know, my, my parents broke up when I was young and I was the eldest, so I had to look after my brothers and sisters. Mm. And so, therefore, I had to forego, you know, all of that learning stuff. And, you know, and, and sometimes it's, it's simply about just 
you know, when when people say, well, you know, that that's silly. I mean, they they can't, you know, read or write. And I said, yeah, simple things like just texting or reading road signs yeah. or you know, or you know. And what I found one of the biggest things was when you can't read or write, you don't window shop. Yeah, because right. you know, eventually, what happens is you're gonna have to ask how yeah. much this is, yeah. and they'll go, well, it's in the window, you yeah. know. So. They have all of these workarounds, and when when I was working with the students doing the show, I realized that I'm a sprinter compared to these guys because they're marathon runners. And what I mean by that is, at least I know how to read things, you know, that are, that's put in front of me. Mm. Whereas they have these huge workarounds that they've got to either record it, um, they've got to either dictate it into their mobile phones, and mm. then it will come out and then they transfer that to an email and then they send it to the rest of the office mm. you know and and still a lot of them are uh you know are, you know they they run offices they are in it they they do these important jobs and and on the surface you think well you must be a car salesman because you're mm-hmm. so confident mm. and yeah. then you find out you can't read or write because there's a lot of um shame attached too isn't it well the stigma is you know for me it's that thing of going why is it that i can tell you I, you know, I don't know my two times tables, and everyone goes, oh, yeah, 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 I'm the same. Whereas if I said to you, I can't read or write, all of a sudden, I'm stigmatized. Mm. All of a sudden, I'm dumb. Mm. You know, all of a sudden, you know, that's a shameful thing. Well, yeah. I did want to ask, Jay, though, because you're a father of eight. When did you give up helping them with homework? Because, <laughs> I mean, you're in play oh, school, look, you know, you're always delivering. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, yeah, pr- pretty early on. I think when they got to past six months old, I think that was when I, you know. <laughs> when you dipped out. When, Your wife is yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, yeah. That's the thing about it is when, you know, when you're no good at reading, you marry that side of your brain. My wife's a math and English teacher. <laughs> Dude, Thank God for her. How did you find um, The Masked Singer this year? Did you like it? The Masked Singer? Now, you see, look, I keep getting calls from people who say, are you on the mask thing? And I keep saying, no, I, you know, I do sing with a mask on, but that's because it's mandated in my area. <laughs> <laughs> now he's, all, he, he's asking everyone, he thinks one day he's going to be right and someone's going to slip up going, how do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the, the only mask I have is, you know, a clone trooper mask. But yes. other than that, I, you know, no, yeah, no, I don't. You've been asked, though, before, surely, to be on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I have been asked. I've been asked to do a, you know th- that show and sort of many other shows. But it is one of those things that you sort of look at it and go, I I prefer to leave that to the experts and uh, and I'll and I'll stay over this side. You know, making sure that we can see you through the square window. <laughs> yeah, right. You've been that. in so many musicals. Yeah. You can sing, Jay. Well, you know, I think that's the biggest problem. I, I was actually in an Irish musical once when the pandemic Great hit. Show. We were open for three weeks. Mm. And then uh, we closed down, and, and like most of my my fellow thespians and, and musical theatre um, uh, alumni, we uh, you know we're we're twelve weeks into this lockdown here in Sydney, and we're uh, we're hopefully waiting for something to turn around. Mm, yeah, well, it's 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 on the up for you guys at least. Hey, hang there, um, Jay. When we come back, we're going to play uh, a game called Drunk Human, Tiny Human. We think you're going to be great at this. Uh, you're a father of eight, right? Eight children. Well, yeah, that I know of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> eight, eight or more. Um, what we're going to do is we want people to call 131060. They share a story. Now, this is either a story from their toddler or a story from one of their drunk adult friends. You have to guess whether or not it's a drunk human or a tiny human. Not a problem. <laughs> oh, yes, see, I, we knew yeah, you'd be, you'd, good. You'd be good. 
Drunk human. That's just drunk talk. Old tiny human. What are you looking at? <laughs> Jay Lagaya is on with us. Dad of eight um, that he knows of. His words, not mine. Um, <laughs> we've got Eva calls lined up, mate. Uh, they are going to tell you a story. It is either a drunk adult or a tiny little toddler. You need to, I uh, guess, right. which one it is. You're the most qualified for this job because you've, you know, worked on play school and, as we said, uh, a father of so many kids. Mm. Tabitha and Ipswich, what's the story? And Jay's going to guess. All right. So it's one o'clock on a Saturday morning. I'm woken up to a beep noise. I get up and the fridge has been left open by him. Mm. Um, to make matters worse, when I tell him to go to bed, he goes and falls asleep on the bathroom floor mat. Oh. Jay, is that Jay. a drunk human or a tiny human? That's a that's a tiny human. It 100% is, yep. Hey! <laughs> all right, you're one for one. Could have gone either way, that one. You all slept on the tiles. They're well, nice yeah, and cold. Yeah, yeah, that would have been... Yeah, if they were st- sitting there, it's, uh, it's a little too early for munchies because the clubs are still open at oh, Okay. <laughs> Good point. I like the way you're thinking yeah. here. All right, Amanda from Bodesert, you're on with uh, Jay. What's your story? Uh, hi. Uh, so, walking down the street, mm-hmm. and uh, the human that I'm with projectile vomits and pees their pants at the same time, and then has to walk home with pee shoes. <laughs> Jay, I I, I want to say um, a tiny human only because I just I feel for if it was a a. a a drunk human because I would leave them as they were. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, I get that. You you don't have the need to take them with you because mm. they're they're an adult. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we have to hold the hair back. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. If it's the girls not out, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. with them crying. So, uh, drunk human or tiny human, Amanda? It was Tiny a drunk human. human. Drunk human. Oh, drunk human. human. What yes. you got? And they're going to love you sharing really? that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, hold uh, my, hold, just hold my iPhone. Hold my iPhone and take a, take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Chris in Red Bank Plains, what's your story for Jay? Um, this person decides to come home early hours in the morning. Everyone's still awake in the house. She decides to annoy everyone. And all of a sudden, this person wants to go and have a shower. And I said, no, you guys are someone else. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't imagine a, a, a toddler coming home in, in the middle of the night. I know. <laughs> I know. He really gave away that story, I would say. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll give you that one. You'll be surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Chris, what is it? It's my drunk twenty-one-year-old. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. you go. Who, 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 who in their father's mind is still a toddler? Yes, yes. good one. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, you're doing pretty well here, Jay. Um, are you a bit of a party animal yourself, Jay? You like you like to have a responsible shandy no. here and there. Jim, I'm a I'm a non-drinker purely because I like dri- driving other people's cars. So uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you spend most of your time people just looking at you, going, "Can, can you just drive me home, please?" <laughs> uh, so uh, I've uh, I've been accused many a time of breaking into other people's cars because I thought that was their car, but it was just a car that they were leaning against. So, oh right. You know, <laughs> yeah, I promise not to hotwire any more cars now. So. <laughs> All right, Chloe, bring us home. Bring us home with your drunk oh, human, yeah. tiny if human stories. Out and Jayla guy <laughs> was out hot wiring my car. I'd be like, selfie man, hot wire away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chloe, what's your story? All right, so mine is person comes home, strips off naked, and sits on the couch to watch TV. Ooh. Oh, so this wow. This could go either way, Jay. Oh. What do you think? 
Oh, geez, if it's a university town, you know, it's just it's the norm, really. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to go. I'm going to go with drunk human. Chloe. Oh no, tiny! Oh. Where are my toddlers? Are uh, notorious naked? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're nudists. You know, I blame the parents myself. I blame the parents myself. <laughs> baby, see, you know, baby, do. Yeah, there's the old adage. You know, people who live in glass houses shouldn't walk around naked. Yeah, completely, so, uh, completely, Joe. Hey, mate, really nice to talk to you. Um, a great uh, mini series coming up on SBS 8:30 Wednesday uh, next week is when it premieres. Lost for words, Jay Lagaya. Nice to talk. Talk to you, mate. May the force be with you. Thank you very much. And also, and with, also you. with you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ah, uh, Uber. Uber, you brought this to the table. You were saying that you have five stars. I'm a unicorn, baby. Uh, okay. It's just my witty charm and repartee. Yeah, which is great. Can't which is great. Me. And I, I, was, I try to always be nice to um, Uber drivers. Um, but lately, I don't I think know. the problem there is the word try. Yeah. No, I, no, I am nice to him. But What's your rating? I made someone cry. <laughs> see? Uh, no, yeah. but it wasn't. I was just, see, this is my thing. Mm. I love a chat. Mm. I do love a chat. And I li- li- like to ask questions, get to know people. And I do it whatever. But I think it's just because I uh, have gone through a lot of therapy myself. So I know it's pretty standard. Like, mm. if you going to see, I'm sorry for all the psychiatrists and psychologists out there. But you all do the same. And I thank you for it. And they do give you insight. So if you've never been to someone, You'll t- talk to them for, you know, generally about an hour and mm. they will be empathetic to you and then they will always sort of give you a little bit of a nugget of gold at the end. Yeah, right. That you can carry on. I didn't get any gold. Did you not? No. Did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of advice that you can take into everyday uh, life. Um, but they always ask, like, the questions and you kind of go, oh, right. And now I ask that to people and they seem to cry yeah. because I was basically just asking what he's done today and he'd been to the gym and then it got into love life and someone's really broken his heart mm-hmm. and he was telling me about it and I said to him oh, and how does that make you feel? Oh, oh, why would you do that? that? Why would you because do he that? wanted to talk! But, you didn't no. Know. But no one has asked you! Not for a reason, what happened next? We had a bit of a journey. <laughs> he told and he you how he me felt. About it. He told me how he felt, and I was like, "Oh, okay, no, I can understand that." And someone's broken him heart, his heart. It was like six or seven months ago, but he's still carrying it around. And I don't think anyone has asked him about mm. how it's going. But the problem was that we were getting to the point, yeah. and I was like, oh. "So you were nearly at your destination, <laughs> and he's halfway home, through his DNA, and he's he's there." And I was like, "Oh, I'm coming up," and I was like, "Well, I can't really just go." Cheers, mate. You'll be fine. Well, thanks, oh, champ. You did not sit at no, the front I, of your no, house. No, I didn't. I you didn't. brought him inside and no, made him a tea. No, I didn't. <laughs> I just said to him, you know what? You're you're an amazing person, and I really hope that you do meet someone soon because you're deserving of it. Then what did he say? Well, I got five stars. Oh, that's good. <laughs> no, he said thank you very much. Yeah, right. But I think I don't think we were ready. Do you know it was a quick trip? Yeah. And he, he didn't. He's still... You want to see him again? You need another <laughs> session. No, I just felt like reaching out to him and say, "I know this is a bit. Un- no, no, I know no, this is a bit no. unfinished." No. But you I know, that's a... like it's the same as when you say to someone, "How's your day going?" The <laughs> answer to that question is always. Good, Good thanks. thanks. But There's it's not nothing genuine. worse. I, I'm okay with it now. Nah. I like a genuine conversation because you know, like if someone goes, "Yeah, good thanks," I go, "Oh." Or they'll say fine. I'll go, oh, fine. What's behind that? Nah. 
Nah, don't, don't do that. That's like the other thing. When, when someone, We're when, not connecting though, Matthew. But that's fine. Good. That's good. That's, that's what we want. We don't want to connect. The difference is girls will say, oh, that's, that's not, you know, like, how does that make you feel? Whereas guys, the best way to get out of those conversations is to go, oh, that's not real good, is it? <laughs> no. Nah. And then that's bang, done. But he's open up to you. If anyone's open up, he wants to have that conversation. If they're my friend, I'll do it. But if you're a stranger, I'd, I don't need people to know your sh- problems. People share more, though, when it is strangers. Like, the information that I've got mm. over the years, you're like, whoa. And then at the end, they're like, oh, I've never even told this book to anyone before. And I was like, that's all right. I get that quite a bit. So God, I'd never meet Bruce Wayne. <laughs> tell me about your childhood. Never tell, tell me about your rejection. Before, like, am, how did I'm, it? I'm how did it go for you? I know, and that pressure on you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it must uh, be overwhelming. I feel like a load has been lifted. Yeah, I can quit now. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> I- Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Please welcome Shepherd. Lovely to have him in the studio. Shepard are here. Yeah. Back performing as well, which is amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. We did get to perform at the Tivoli a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it was just so special to be up on stage again. It, Seeing all the like families in the crowd smiling, just I think we all needed this one. It was pretty stressful, though, because leading up we had you know, different restrictions and then the mm. restrictions eased. So we released more tickets and then it went back to 500 and then it was just a roller coaster. It was an emotional emotions. roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> like a, a wedding where you have to decide who you cut from your list. <laughs> yeah, right, was well, it no. was it last tickets bought where the first ones cancelled or like how well, does it... Likely... Just Stav's ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I think the night, the day of or maybe the night before they said we can have 800 people standing. We were like, yes. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And we're pitching you guys for the NRL Grand Final. Hey, that'd be nice. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) We'd we'd, we'd say yes. Because you guys did the most amazing job for the AFL, and we know that you're probably not as huge fans, so having the NRL would be awesome, having a home ground here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, like I said, we're available. We're ready to go if... um if the NRL, Mr. NRL is, is out there and listening to <laughs> Brecky Radio. P- Peter Philandes. Peter, Peter NRL, yeah. 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 <laughs> Peter NRL. <laughs> and how did you guys feel about that? Because I've, I've written a piece and I said a bit about it on air about um, the art suffering, and we have. A lot of my friends are stand-up comedians, haven't worked in years. Mm. But um, football was still going ahead, and we were telling the story. There was a guy who was supposed to, he was a, a singer-songwriter, he was supposed to perform. The, the game went ahead, but he couldn't perform out the front of the stadium because of the restrictions on the entertainment industry. But not on the football. Yeah, I mean, it's always a bit of a double standard, isn't it? Mm. I mean, it is frustrating for for, for a band like us because we we were lucky enough to, to uh, get the play AFL, at the football matches. Yeah, play, play <laughs> the football match. so it's kind of weird for us to be sort of complaining about it. But it is a weird double standard that you know you can have fifty thousand people in a in a stadium, but you know, or like a how they make of, up the rules? How, like, what yeah. do, like how? Yeah, like what, a thousand capacity sense? venue can't put you know people in to watch some live music. It is it is very frustrating for the entertainment industry. Hey, I can't remember which one of you was on the Masked Singer. No one, none of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, we just try. Good try. We do it. We're just trying to pitch because we're like, if we keep asking everyone, someone's going to go. What? So which How one do you know? Was you? <laughs> it was me because. Oh no! Wait, yeah. Yeah. you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you would definitely be the kebab if you were on there, though, wouldn't you? The kebab. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely. I feel like I'm turning into a kebab slowly. Would you do? Would you do the show if you got asked? Here we go. It's still, he's still digging. Look at this. No, it's just <laughs> a, have just you a been question. asked and said no? Yeah. Um, Do they we ask would. singers? We, like actual singers? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, the people in the costumes. Yeah, no, yeah, but they're but not they're always not, singers. No. no, they're not always singers. Okay. No, but sometimes it's they like, are. Okay. Yeah, as well. Shane Warne. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would guys... definitely do it if I was asked. Would you? Me? Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> Too scary. So you are on the show this year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, well, you guys have very kindly um, uh, you've done a R and B cover for yeah. us as well for R and B Friday. Um, we're doing these because we're also getting behind the vaccination. Um, uh, a campaign that's being run mm-hmm. and whether you're for vaccines or against it, that's not the conversation we're having. We're trying to get as many people who are going to do it get vaccinated so you guys can get back out there and perform. Yeah, I guess it's it's sort of the only pathway that is currently existing for the entertainment industry to get back to any sense of normalcy. So, um, yeah, we're, we're sort of encouraging people to go to their GP and, and just, you know, get checked out and talk to them, have a discussion with them because, uh, you know, we're not doctors and neither are most of the friends you have on Facebook. So it's, it is important to go to a GP and figure it out if it's right for you. And if it is right for you, you should definitely get it. Yeah. All right. Here they are. Um, Shepard performing TLC's Waterfalls live on R&B Friday. Stav, Abby and Matt. A lonely mother gazing out of the wind Staring at a sun that she just can't touch If at any time he's in the jam She'll be by his side But he doesn't realize he hurts her so much But all this praying just ain't helping at all Cause he can't seem to keep himself out of trouble So he goes out and he makes his money The best way he knows how Another body lying cold in the gutter mm-hmm. Don't go chasing waterfalls We stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all But I think you're moving too fast Yeah, yeah Precious as a natural obsession for temptation, but he just cannot see. He cannot see, he cannot see. He gives him love and then his body can't handle, but all he can say is, baby, it's good for me. But then one day he takes a look in the mirror, but he doesn't recognize his own face. His body's fading and he doesn't know why Two little words took him to his final resting place Oh, don't go chasing waterfalls We stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all But I think you're moving too fast Fast, yeah Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all But I think you're moving too fast
Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Friday covered. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Throughout history, mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's alive! It's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one and one million? All we're chasing here is greatness. That's what we believe on the Stab Abbey and Matt show. We take ideas that everyone says cannot be done and we prove to them that they might be able to be done. In 50 years' time. But you know what? We might do it earlier than that. Can you pick a number between one and one million? We definitely narrowed it down. Yeah, somewhat. Uh, yeah, so computer generated. Only the producers know the number. Mm. Dan, in Burpengary, you believe you're Dan the man? Yes, g'day. How are you? I'm, I'm Dan. Um, I'm ready for my life to change forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that this is what we always have to check with people because this, before you get to have your guest, Dan, if you mm. get it correct, nothing will ever be the same for you. You won't be able to leave your house without people stopping you, selfies, autographs. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, mate. <laughs> How did you come up with this number that you're about to give us? Well, just watching... Uh, the TV show with my with my daughters, uh, The Simpsons, and uh, I've chose the number seven hundred and forty-two thousand. No, because they address is seven hundred and forty-two Evergreen Terrace. Terrace. It certainly is. Yeah, Springfield. Mm. Yeah, mm. right. So, like, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, I like the seven hundreds. Mm. You know, when you always between, like, say, choose a number between one and ten, everyone always says it's six or seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. you're playing in the right ballpark, Dan. All right, as part of this, not only does your life change forever, we're going to turn you into a bronze statue that will live in. The B105 reception until this t- radio station gets It'll, turned people off. People will touch you in the head for good luck, or is it the tummy? I don't know. Tummy. Tummy. People will rub your tummy for good luck. Or lower. Whatever you want. <laughs> Dan, say the number for us one more time. 742,000. Is that the number between one and one million? That is not the number. Don't! No. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. All good, mate. Thank you so much, eh? Hey. All good, man. Have a good weekend. Okay, see you guys. Thank you. Bye. See you, buddy. Bye. There we go. Uh, not next week because we're on holidays. The week after, Ooh. maybe two guesses. Ah. Maybe one guess. Don't oh, don't put your bum in the corner. Hey, we do double alpha bucks. We're doing a lot of alpha bucks. We could just have like a little bit of guess. A few little numbers, a few little puns, a few little, like, you know. 
Uh, can you pick the number between one and one million? You've got to take the rule, you got to bend it. Small, Small amount, amount of, of corruption. corruption. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt. All right, guys. Take the rules and bend it. Yes, I just I... heard someone mm-hmm. say that. That's a bit rich, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, we stay by the rules. Mm-hmm. As soon as that I break the rules. I'm the only one that breaks the rules. <laughs> you soon... stick by the rules, Abby. As soon as it My played, rules. I knew I was going to cop it. Mm-hmm. Straight away. Should we do another one now? Well, so no, what do no you throw out a guess? What's that? You throw out a guess. No, I'm not good at that. Come on. All right. Oh, you want me to have a guess? <laughs> yeah. All right. One. Ah, <laughs> dude. Stab Davidson. Yes. That is not the number. Damn it, buddy. <laughs> you went too early. It could be one. No. no. Why couldn't it, it be one? It generated it. It's Someone's guessed that. I'm pretty sure someone's already guessed that. No, someone guessed eight. You're right, Maddie. We should just have one call. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby, and Matt on B105.